can't do this. I can't do this. I forget to start. Let me, all right, all right, here we go. Hello and welcome to Orioles Podcast Feud, hosted by Give That Fan a Podcast. This is a family feud style, double elimination, trivia-ish off-season tournament featuring your fit, featuring, <laughs> featuring, featuring your favorite Orioles podcasts. We appreciate you tuning in to watch the show. You can follow along with us live on Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook. Audio versions can be found later on Spotify, Apple, pretty much wherever you want. Everything is posted to utahstreetreport.com. I do not own the rights to the upcoming intro music. Please don't yell at me. Enjoy the show. Right. We are back after our little holiday break with the sixth match. Oh, goodness gracious. The sixth matchup of Orioles podcast feud. We're joined by Paul and Brennan of Mass and All Access, Connor Newcomb of Locked On Orioles, and Jimmy Horn of UPod Street. Uh, Paul and Brendan, uh, a tough matchup in round one, fell to the bat around. How are we feeling coming into round two? I think we're feeling pretty good. I think we performed well enough in that first matchup to get the win. Uh, unfortunately, people just really liked the Brett Phillips to the Rays trade, and that just got the best of us. But you know, I think we, I think we had the goods to get the W. Just, just didn't roll our way, and it, it happens. We grinded the tape. We right. made some, you know, some changes uh, in strategy, and I think that uh, we're going to come out stronger. Yeah, we'll be playing cover three most of the time. I think here. I think that's yeah. We've got the belief sign behind you, so hopefully that's a good omen for you guys. Uh, meanwhile, on the other side, Connor and Jimmy, uh, another tough matchup, five rounds, as as most of the first-round matchups were. Do you have a little more confidence coming into to round two? Yeah, still mad about Keon Broxton. But the, the good thing about today's matchup is there's no one we could go up against who I know better than Paul and Brendan, and I feel I can get into their head a little bit. So, Jimmy, are you going to contribute to the mind games a little? Uh, well, I, I'm just hoping that this time that Connor doesn't have to like break his back carrying me as much. <laughs> um, but to be in fairness to me, anytime that Geronimo heel is an answer, I, I there's not a ton that I can do. I, I certainly understand that. Well, in any event, let's go ahead and get into it for this evening. This is, of course, an elimination matchup, meaning the loser will go home. The winner will await the loser of tomorrow night's matchup between the Warehouse Podcast and Talking Birdie. And I'll pull up. Please display. There it is. Got our bracket as it stands now. Our matchup tonight is circled. And uh, we'll see how it changes moving forward. Got our scoreboard for tonight. My mouse is terrible. I need to work on this. Mass and All Access, and Locked On Orioles slash UPod Street. Gentlemen, are we ready to dive in? Do we remember uh, the rules buzzing in with the private chat? Everybody yeah, clear? Yeah, we're ready. Yep. All right. For those at home who may be tuning in for the first time, this is very similar to Family Feud. The only real differences are uh, players will be buzzing in using our private chat feature here on StreamYard because that's the only way I can figure out how to get a buzzer to work on this thing. Uh, the first team to 250 points or the winner after three rounds will be the winner. 
and crowned her. Sorry, the the leader after five rounds. What am I talking about? Yeah, the leader after five rounds or the first to 250. Sorry, I'm rusty. It's been a few weeks. I took a break for the holiday. Scheduling was tough, but we're back. Um, and when a team steals, they will have the opportunity, if they are successful, to continue guessing in order to put points on the board. All right. Moving on to question one. Uh, Paul and Brennan, do you have a preference who goes first? I'm going to have Jimmy go first for uh, the other side since you're on the top of my screen there. You guys can decide amongst yourselves. All right. So Paul and Jimmy. First question, there are 99 points available. The top eight answers are on the board. Make sure I have my private chat open. Name a pitcher who has started for the Orioles on opening day in the Camden Yards era. Paul. Oh, uh, Tom, Tommy Malone. <laughs> a great guess, a correct answer, but not on the board. Jimmy, can you, uh, can you put one up there? Did it? Okay, it's, it, it is a great one. You'll, you'll is, see him is, in the honorable is, mentions. Um, oh, out of curiosity, can I get a a, a clarification? Is it sure. the home opener or just opening day total? It, it is opening day, the opening day starter in any year since 1992. Okay, um, I'm gonna go recent. I'm gonna go uh, John Means. John Means on the board as the number two answer. Jimmy and Connor, would you two like to pass or play? Jimmy, I've got a few in my head, and I think we can at least get the ones off the board that would be easy to where even if we didn't finish it, it might be tough for them to steal. Uh, you yeah, you know what? Let's let's do that. Let's let's. Uh, let's do you play. have a couple? Are you? Do you I, have a couple brewing that you think? I have I have one or two brewing. Okay. I'm not as confident as you, but I like your confidence. I think we can and get you, at least the, you, the top. You know them pretty well, so I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to you. I think we can get at least the top few off the board. Okay. All right. So you guys are gonna play? Yeah. yeah, let's play. All right, Connor, I will give you your chance in a second, but I, I have to give a shout out to my regular co-host Paul, who is also a contestant. He is uh, texting me right now every opening day starter that he can think of. He's rattled off far too many to count, uh, but. Paul, thanks for tuning in. For Connor, him. name a pitcher who has started for the Orioles on opening day in the Camden Yards era. Chris Tillman. Chris Tillman in at number one. Those are the top two answers on the board. Still have three strikes to work with. Jimmy, name a pitcher who has started for the Orioles on opening day in the Camden Yards era. Um, I believe Dylan Bundy. Dylan Bundy did start an opening day, but did not garner enough votes yeah, say, to make it onto the board. Answer. It is a correct answer, but remember, just oh, because an answer is correct. <laughs> yeah, see? Just because an answer is correct doesn't necessarily mean enough people voted for them. Uh, Connor, we are back down to you. Uh, Mike Mussina. Mike Mussina coming in at number four. There are five answers left on the board, two strikes left to work with. Jimmy, name a pitcher who has started for the Orioles on opening day in the Camden Yards era. Um, I'm thinking that he was the or the Baltimore opening day, but I'm going to go with it anyways. Bruce Zimmerman. He was the Baltimore opening day. I don't think he ever got the opening day nod. That, was, that belonged to John Means in the last couple of years. 
Uh, two strikes. Connor, can you put another answer on the board? I don't want to go too old because Mike Mussina only have nine, having nine votes is a little concerning. Um, I'm going to go Kevin Gosman. Kevin Gosman on the board coming in at number seven with six votes. I, I, I like your thinking there. Keep in mind, you know, recency bias, the demographic that that responded to the poll tends to be closer to our generation. But uh, that doesn't mean they neglected the past. But I, I like the way you think. Jimmy, we're back up to you. Name a pitcher who has started for the Orioles on opening day in the Camden Yards era. I don't know if he ever did, but I'm going to go with it. Uh, Brian Mattis. Brian Mattis, incorrect, which means Mass and All Access, you two have a chance to steal. Remember, you may discuss amongst yourselves during this part of the show. There are currently 71 points on the board. Let's see if you can add to it. We can discuss. Yeah, so let's discuss. Um, I'm thinking Jimenez. I'm thinking Wayne Chen. I'm thinking Miguel Gonzalez. Didn't a bowl of Jimenez? I don't think he was an opening now. He was an opening day. Not an opening day. Hmm. Did Alex Cobb? Wasn't Alex Cobb it? I think so. Or no, was that uh, Kashner? No, it wasn't Kashner. Uh, and I think, don't go Alex Cobb. Don't go Alex Cobb. Okay. Who do we want to go with him in it? Because Cobb got scratched. He was supposed to start the home opener. Um, no, not him in it. You Give you guys about five more seconds. Wayne Chen. Sure. We'll go Wei and Chen. Wei and Chen is incorrect, which <sighs> means locked on Orioles and Upod Street. You guys get 71 points. But before I update the scoreboard, let's go ahead and reveal Can the remaining we, four answers do, on the board. Do we get to rattle these off to try and get more points or no? Only if we stole. Only if you stole the board. Can yeah. I try anyway? I suppose. It won't be for points, but but let's see what you got. Uh, Rick Sutcliffe. Oh, the very Rodrigo. first one. God, Rodrigo man. Lopez. Rodrigo Lopez. Rodrigo did make the board. Um, did Kashner start that 2019 opening day? I think he did, but he is not on the board. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and reveal the honorable mentions here. Uh, Dylan Bundy was mentioned. Tommy Malone was mentioned. Eric Bedard and Scott Erickson, neither of whom made it onto the list. Sidney no. Ponson? Ponson did not. Daniel Cabrera? I like that guess, but no, there is one from... Jeremy Guthrie. Kind of that... There you go. Jeremy Guthrie. Hey. Coming in number five. Does anybody have the eighth? Jimmy no. Key? Jimmy Key did, but he's not on the board. Um, all right, I'm out of guesses. It's, it's a name that we're not going to like to see, but... Oh, Arietta was uh, yeah. He start. Yeah. He opened up the magical 2012 season by starting opening day. He sure did. And, and do you know the playoff roster? Do you know who started Game Two behind Arietta? Probably Tommy Hunter. It was Tommy Hunter. Oh wow! All right, give me a second here to update the scoreboard. Hey, I got one that round and an honorable mention, so yeah, I'm yeah. already off to a hotter start than I was <laughs> last time. Jimmy, I'm going to give us, just in our hearts, I'm going to give us those extra points that I just got. Uh, That's fine. That means we're the guys. real winners yeah, overall, exactly. no matter what the score ends up saying. So if in the um, end we lose by like seven, I'm just going to I'm gonna pull up those answers. Yeah, perfect. That's that's the right attitude. I like that. All right, 71 points for Lockdown Orioles and Upod Street. Mass and all access, starting off with zero. The game is still young. There are still 
a lot of fun questions to be had in this matchup. Let's go ahead and move on to question number two. And to buzz in, it will be Brendan and Connor. Just make sure you're ready. Question number two, there are 98 points available. And again, the top eight answers are on the board. Fill in the blank. My favorite thing to watch on the scoreboard between innings is blank. Uh, Brendan. Uh, I don't know the exact name. The condiment race. Condiment race, hot dog race, oh, coming in race. at number one. Would you guys like to pass or play? What do you think? Interesting. You pick. I don't know if I can name eight. Yeah, I don't know if there Eight's are eight. a lot. Um, <laughs> let's – should we pass? I think I want to pass. I don't know if I can confidently name eight things. I can think of a few others. Yeah. I think we're going to pass. Pass and hope to steal later yeah. Yeah. on. Not yeah, a bad strategy. This. All right, uh, yeah, we so we're going to head over to – it's going to be uh, Connor's turn. Fill in the blank. My favorite thing to watch on the scoreboard between innings is blank. The crab shuffle. Crab shuffle coming in at number two. I think those are the, the obvious top two answers to this question, and the, the crowd seem to think so as well. Uh, still plenty of good answers remain. Still have three strikes to work with. Jimmy, fill in the blank. My favorite thing to watch on the scoreboard between innings is blank. Um, I'm gonna say the uh, the player artist where they have to draw stuff. Cooking player with games kind of lumped into one. What's cooking with Kirby? Andino at the movies, the the drawing competitions. They all kind of group together. Good answer there. You're still on the board. Still three strikes to work with. Connor, we are back to you. Kiss cam. Kiss cam coming in as the number five answer. Also with four votes, which by process of elimination, the sixth answer also has four votes. But in any event, Jimmy, back to you. Fill in the blank. My favorite thing to watch on the scoreboard between innings is blank. This is this is a shout out to our, our massing crew, the Simba Cam. Yes. Simba Cam did make it onto the board, coming in at that last spot. Guys, you're, you're off to a hot start. You still have three strikes to work with. There are three answers left on the board. Connor, can you give me one of them? Um, how about, uh, well, I don't know if this is in that other category, the name that year. Yes. Oh, yes, I totally forgot about that one. Good one. Came through on that one. All right. Two answers left. A chance to run the table here. Still have three strikes to work with. Jimmy, you're up. I'm going to go with the, uh, the dance cam. It's a good one. A good guess, but did not make it onto the board. I think it got one or two votes, and I think I put it in the honorable mentions. Uh, but in any event, that is your first strike. Still two to work with. Connor, fill in the blank. My favorite thing to watch on the scoreboard between innings is blank. The, the like, ninth inning hype video? There was a vote or two for uh, Felix's entrance and that, that kind of thing, uh, but did not did not lump into any of the categories that did make it onto the board. Uh, Jimmy, pressure's on. There's one strike left, two answers on the board. You have made it tough for Masson to steal, I think, but uh, more points can be had if you can give me an answer here. I'm going to go with uh, bloopers. That would have been uh, a strong vote for me. I love watching the bloopers. 
unfortunately, not enough people agreed. Adding on my points here. All right, there are 87 points available to steal. Masson, you guys have a chance to steal the board and grab all of those points. If you can fill in the blank, my favorite thing to watch on the scoreboard between innings is blank. I feel like there's usually like an Oriole bird video, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't, this isn't an answer. I don't know if this counts, but thank God I'm a country boy. Like the lyrics of it. Like, Oh yeah. I don't know if that, I don't know if that counts as a scoreboard thing though. Yeah. Ooh. I feel, I feel like there usually is an Oriole bird thing though, right? Um, like a something Oriole social team video. There's usually not like, yeah, maybe like the prospects of the year thing they do. Um, I mean, country board might be it, but I don't know if it counts as a, as a scoreboard they, thing. They don't do like a steal second base thing that I no. do they? And what it's not, not really like an out of town highlights thing. What are you thinking? I, mean, I, I see your brain's working. I'll give you about five, ten more seconds. We can go country boy. I just don't know if that counts as a scoreboard thing. Yeah, I don't know if it does either. Your call. I made the call on the last one. Oh, I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> the, thank God I'm a country boy. Lyrics, entire performance. I don't know what that counts as. I like the way you think, but that is incorrect, <sighs> which means 87 points back over to Locked On Orioles and Upot Street. Guys, did, did you want to see if you can grab any of these last two answers like you did the time before? Minor league scoreboard, I know is a thing that's on there. That is in the honorable mentions, the minor league updates. The down, highlights like, down on the of farm, what happened, I guess they call it. Is highlights of what happened the previous inning on there? Okay. Oh, yeah. Highlights and stats on the board. Okay. Yeah. How, how the game's my, going so far. That was my next guess if it got back to me. Um, I was going to say um, the down on the farm, like the, the prospect updates. Yeah, I think that's in the. But that might, is that the minor league updates as I have um, that? Yeah, they, they show the scores of all the, the minor league games that are happening what that night. What do they even show? Like when the. Um, like when the host guy like interviews people and walks around the stadium and does stuff. I don't know that's... if the hosts were that popular though. That's the problem. Yeah, like they were steal... fine. I don't know if they were popular they, enough they though, for, like the, a... for people to put them on this. Do they ever do like a steal second base thing with the kids? No, they, I, I heard you mention that they they yeah. used to, but it, it's not on the board. I think they ended that a few years back. Uh, I will say that this this final answer it's generally not on the jumbotron as you would oh. think of it but it was popular enough to make it into the play the out of town scoreboard ah oh man. that's always I there mean, yeah that's not just yeah. between innings yeah that's, okay. we that, won the that's true yeah i won't complain too much yeah i i have to maintain the integrity of the poll um as as you'll you'll see again here in a, in a moment uh, but let me stop my share real quick and update the scoreboard once again this is the awkward part of the show, of course, because I have to do it separately. We'll talk amongst ourselves. Connor, how was your day? I got a haircut. I just that noticed. Nice. I just noticed you're wearing a tie. I'm kidding. It looks like terrible. Wow. Get yeah, wrecked. I went to work. Got a haircut. Yeah. I feel underdressed. I didn't know there was a dress code. Well, apparently there was. You guys matched. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Gotta go, Blazers, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Orioles Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, that's formal. That's just yeah. as formal as the shirt and tie. So. Yeah, exactly. That is a strong right. choice. Although while we're while we're on the subject of wardrobe, yeah. I don't know if this can be seen, but baseball oh, is the yeah, best. Nice. Sarah Langs is the best. Nice. All the Langs. proceeds go to the ALS Foundation. 
Shout out to Sarah. She's great. I, I don't think there's a single person on baseball Twitter that, that doesn't adore her. Um, she's grab awesome. your shirts from Roto Wear while you can. She's also Not, a former I, guest I of the Locked awesome. on Orioles podcast, Sarah Langs. All right. There you go. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to question number three with Locked on Orioles and Upod Street with a comfortable lead as of now, 158 to zero. But that's why we play five rounds. All right. Question three. So we are back to Paul and Jimmy to buzz in. Make sure you're ready. There are 97 points available. And once again, the top eight answers are on the board. Name a former Oriole whose name has been associated with performance-enhancing drugs. Paul. Rafael Palmero. Palmero coming in at number one. Would you like to pass or play? What do you think? I made the last call. This is tough. I don't know. I mean, our strategy of passing didn't work. But our strategy of... I don't know. Let's pass. Let's pass. All right. Going to pass again, which means, uh, Jimmy, the board is yours. Name a former Oriole whose name has been associated with performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, Miguel Tejada. Tejada on the board as the number eight answer with four votes. Connor, down to you. Name a former Oriole whose name has been associated with performance-enhancing drugs. Orioles legend Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa coming in on the board at number three. I'm glad someone got him. Jimmy, back to you. Uh, Brian Roberts. Roberts, indeed, included as well. I just got a text from Paul uh, with a name that is not on the board. Two names that are not on the board. Uh, Connor, we are back to you. I guess this is more like not reported association, but Brady Anderson. Brady Anderson on the board. Yeah, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a positive test or anything of the like, really. But it's over anyway. You kind of you kind of know what I'm saying. Where you yes. you hear this name, you kind of yeah. think along those lines. Uh, Jimmy, um, back up to you. Three. Even though it wasn't left. technically steroids, it was performance enhancing. I'm going to go Chris Davis. Nicely done. Chris Davis coming in at number two. There are two answers left. 85 points on the board, which means if you, well, I mean, yeah, it'll be over if you, if you sweep the board here, you still have three strikes to work with Paul and Brendan. Are you uh, regretting your decision to pass here? I've been regretting a lot of decisions in general. (laughs) I I will add this to the list. Yeah. All right. We are back to Connor. Name a former Oriole whose name has been associated with performance enhancing drugs. I kind of doubt this is on the board, but it's recent Pedro Severino. Not on the board, but he did get. Was it an eighty-game suspension? He got an eighty-game suspension in twenty twenty-one, or I know last year actually, twenty twenty-two. I think I think you're right. I think it was last year. Yeah, and I I think he just signed a minor league deal today, if if I'm not mistaken. He's with the Padres, maybe, or the. I think I think it was the Padres. Yeah, Jimmy, we are back to you. Name a former Oriole whose name has been associated with performance-enhancing drugs. This is this. I'm running. I'm running low here, Connor. Um, so apologies for anything that's about to come out of my mouth. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm shooting blanks here. Um, Oh, you know what? He came up last time. 
why not shoot my shot? Geronimo Heal. <laughs> I like the way you're thinking, but that is your second strike. Connor, you have one more to work with. There are two answers left on the board. Still 85 points in play as it stands now. Name a former Oriole whose name has been associated with performance-enhancing drugs. I'm kind of out because I think I'm a little too young to have like all these guys in my head from that era, but was Javi Lopez ever in those conversations? Are you giving your answer? <laughs> I'm giving my answer in the form yeah. of <laughs> That is incorrect, which means, Masson, once again, you guys have a chance to steal. This is for the game if you are incorrect. So to keep yourselves alive, name a former Oriole whose name has been associated with performance-enhancing drugs. We are both deep in thought right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a little bit of time. Off camera. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you know when your time is dwindling. But I, I throughout the tournament, I haven't been super strict about it. I'm trying to think of either – because this could be either just a player that's older – or a player that like didn't spend a ton of time in the Orioles, still a relatively recent player that has been associated with. Yeah. I don't know. I currently have the monkey playing the symbols in my brain right now. <laughs> um, okay. No pressure. It's the whole game on the line here. Maybe Jay Gibbons or Aubrey Huff. Did Huff ever? I hope he did. Aubrey Huff, I don't, I don't think he did. So Gibbons, Gibbons, I could see, I could see Jay Gibbons. Tommy never did, right? Tommy? Yeah. No, but it's possible that people would associate him with it. Yeah, but it has to be correct, I think. Yeah. Do these have to be correct? Association is a tricky thing yeah. to define. Okay. But for, for all intents and purposes, yes. Okay. Trumbo? I don't think so, right? I don't think so. You're wrong. I think Jake Gibbons might be too niche. Yeah, but I don't have anybody else. <laughs> nah, I, let's, let's go with that. I'm going to go Jake Gibbons. Oh, 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 wow, what a shot. Ooh, good work. Well done. Ooh, we did Excellent. all the legwork. The, leg the thing is, as you guys were talking, I was thinking, I I know the last one. I know for a fact what the last one is, and now I can't say it. Oh, that's true. All right, so you guys do have a chance to get answer number five. Oh, because we think have so many other names. Yeah, God, I mean, we were, yeah, we were just saying everybody. Um, I mean, I don't think. Tommy ever was. I think he was always clean. Yeah. Um, um, you go ahead. I don't think Trumbo ever was. Though. I, don't, I don't think Trumbo did. Any pitchers that we're forgetting about here? Uh, not Rodrigo Lopez, right? Who was the other one that you said outside of Gibbons? I don't remember. <laughs> we'll say uh we'll say trumbo just because he, he might have been associated with it 
Mark Trumbo is not on the board. Yeah. You still get your 90 points. Uh, you guys are going to kick yourself when you see this answer. I'll I know go ahead exactly and reveal what it now. is. I know what it's coming. I knew it. Oh. Nelson yeah. Cruz. There you go. Who also, I believe, did receive a suspension at one point. Yeah. Right before he had, was, I believe it was, it was an 80 game tenure. suspension, and uh, right when he came back, so that's when the Orioles Jiggins. picked him up. Paul left. Yeah, there he goes, Paul. I mean, no, no, no love for <laughs> Ricky Delmonico. It might have even he might have even been suspended a year, and when he came back, the Orioles uh, picked him up because yes, it was right that's after his suspension that the Orioles got him. Yeah, yeah. we're in it. Well, we I'll, so I'll go ahead and reveal the honorable mentions. Larry Bigby. Robert Andino, I don't know how credible that is. He Robert Andino been... is clean, and I will not let anyone on this show tarnish <laughs> his legacy. That's that's what I think as well, but he, he did get a couple votes. And then that that I'm was not from sure Red if... Sox fans. Yeah, probably. exactly. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if Albert Bell was ever credibly linked to performance-enhancing drugs, but it's a name that would make sense. He, had, think, he just... had the anger issues in the 90s to, to justify suspicion. He had the anger, the muscles, the thick neck. Jay Gibbons um, did cross my mind. Nelson Cruz never did, which is concerning because I said Pedro Severino. Yeah. What's wild <laughs> is like I remember the Jay Gibbons era pretty well, and I never that never even crossed my mind. I didn't. I sort of like blocked it out of my mind for something. He played the era, and he was a larger dude. That's probably why. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I didn't think of Nelson Cruz either. I just didn't even just elapse. Yeah, it happens. Uh, I'm going to pull the screen back up here with the scoreboard. Mass and All Access stays alive. They are right back in this. Still going to have to win the next two rounds, but it's certainly possible. We have seen some come-from-behind victories in this tournament already. In fact, I think you were both victim of a come-from-behind win. So it's we'll fine. try to even the score here. Sorry for the reminder. Okay. Hey, I'm already answering a lot more than I did last time. So you know what? I, I'm impressed you're, if if I give out a, a most improved player uh, at, at the end of this tournament, Jimmy, you're definitely in the running. There we go. All right, question four. It's going to be Brendan and Connor to buzz in. There are 98 points available. The top eight answers, once again, are on the board. Brendan and Connor, name an opposing player who you think is capable of hitting the warehouse. Connor. Ooh. Um, Shohei Otani. Otani coming in at number four, which means, Brendan, if you can give me an answer that's higher on the board, you get your choice. We can go Jordan Alvarez. That's a good answer. Ooh. Jordan coming in at number one, which means you guys get to decide if you'd like to pass or play. I think we can play this. Okay. I think we got it. Okay. Yeah, let's play. Gonna play? All right, yeah. Paul, it's your turn. Name an opposing player who you think is capable of hitting the warehouse. So these are like current. This isn't just like anybody who's ever played at Camden Yards. These are right active players. Current players. Okay. Um, lefty power bat. Um, I'm gonna go with. Um. Oh, Brendan, I don't know about playing. Oh, there's so many. Uh, I'm going to go with, um, gonna go with uh, Bryce Harper. Coming in at the buzzer with the highest answer left on the board. 
Well done. Brennan, we're back to you. Name an opposing player who you think is capable of hitting the warehouse. I'm going to go Joey Gallo. Fun fact, I saw Joey Gallo hit the warehouse during batting practice twice in three pitches. No way. Yeah. Wow. And they weren't they weren't cheap shots off the base either. They were like first row windows warehouse. Yeah. I was watching from behind the Rangers dugout. It was a very, very nice. impressive display. Paul, back to you. Name an opposing player who you think is capable of hitting the warehouse. Uh, I'm going to go Juan Soto. Soto on the board at number eight. Still alive with three strikes. There are three answers left on the board. Brendan, can you name one of them? Here go Rafi Devers. That is an Excellent guess, and I have been okay. angry since this poll came in that he did not make it onto the board. A new very rich man, Rafi Devers. That's upset. a new very rich man, yeah. Um, but you, you, you'll see him in honorable mention, but did not get enough votes somehow to make it onto this board. It's well, the crazy. one, the one, the one part of this poll that legitimately blew my mind. But in any event, there are two strikes left to work with. Three answers still on the board. Okay. Um. I am going to go with. Why am I struggling with the power bats? Um. Jeez. Oh, I don't know if I have anybody. God, I want to whisper. Um, I will not. <laughs> Integrity of the game. Don't don't whisper. Um. I I appreciate it. Yeah. Five seconds. Um, Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with. Oh, jeez. I don't remember anybody. You're gonna kick yourself. You really are. Am I? Yep. That's gonna be. Just get, just give me one. I know I can get three. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go Kyle Schwarber. Brendan, you're up. Kyle Schwarber. Schwarber on the board is the number three answer. There are two left. You you may have wanted to give a little more time before your answer to give Paul Paul a chance to think. That's true. I didn't but think uh, that. Paul, we're back to you. There are two answers left on the board. You're down to your final strike. Name an opposing player who you think is capable of hitting the warehouse. Okay. Um, this is probably not going to be on there, but I'm going to go Cody Bellinger. That's a good guess. Sorry, I was crunching some numbers. Oh. Cody Bellinger is incorrect. Connor and Jimmy for the win, and All you right. may deliberate. Name an opposing player who you think is capable of hitting the warehouse. Jimmy, who is who's like the first name? Do you have one name you're thinking of? See, here's here's my thing: is we know to hit the warehouse, you have to be a lefty. Yeah, but I feel like there's enough people out but there. Do that the would people like know? Aaron Judge or Mike Trout or Mike Trout. Could, like that's I, the thing. Kinda, so when I was thinking lefties, I was thinking guys who would play here the most. The only right. other AL East guy who would probably even be maybe on here is Anthony Rizzo, and he's not really known as like a crazy power hitter. Yeah. Um, not, not like Brandon Lowe, right? Yeah, and Brandon Lowe has been injured and just not big enough of a name, Yeah, even though he had turp. Um, But outside of the AL East, I mean, there's probably a couple more guys um, but I like the judge. I would feel good using the judge answer just because like 
if anybody was just like home run at Camden Yards, they would immediately think judge and just put it down. Yeah, and they're they're not even thinking like, oh, lefty bat like, type thing. Are yeah. we insulting the intelligence of the people on this poll if we say Aaron Judge? <laughs> Maybe, or we're just we think Judge is so good that he could hit it off though. And and with the recency bias with how good he was this yeah. year, you, I think there's enough people answer, that say that they think he could. Lefties. Do you have any lefties that came to mind? Because like Rizzo was my guy just because he's a Yankee and he plays the O's a lot. See, like the, the guys I think of are like like Freddie Freeman. Like Freddie Freeman's a great lefty bat. But I don't but could I don't, he hit the warehouse. When I think Freddie Freeman, Probably I think not. short compact swing shoots one into the corner for a yeah. huge double. Like I don't think five hundred foot homer. I mean, exactly. honestly, like Nomar Mazzara and Franchi Cordero are two good answers if they weren't currently on the Orioles. Yeah. Um, just for raw power. I was I, thinking I, Joey Gallo and I was thinking Schwarber. I was thinking Soto. And and of course that's an answer now too. Um, I'll give you guys a few I, more seconds. I do need an answer. Personally, I think the judge answer is is a good answer. Just thinking that's what people would answer. Yeah, I, honestly, I like the answer, and I'm not going to be mad if it's not up there because I think we came to it in a in a smart way. Yeah. All right, All right. we'll go Aaron Judge. Oh, let's go. It's I mean, that's just not a thing. He couldn't do it. That's, that's how you play not. the game. That's how you play the game. It's not about the right answers. It's about being one of the people. So. Remember a couple of minutes ago, or a couple of questions ago, I talked about maintaining the integrity of the poll. I wanted so badly to put Devers in Judge's spot, but I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's all about that's because there is there is not a snowball chance in hell. It's not a thing. There is no chance in the world that Aaron Judge will ever hit the warehouse in a game. No, should we? But you know what? Should we try to get the integrity of the poll for the points? I don't even you know. Can, who you can else. go for the seventh answer, but I mean, do we uh, want to just say? If I, I would say another righty bat. Like I would say Mike Trout. Like Mike going Trout. off the same logic. I I think so, uh, if enough people answered that for Judge, I think enough people answered Our that for Trout. Would be Trout and then Rizzo. Yeah. So I would say Mike Trout. Okay, so I, I will say that neither of them are on the board. Uh, I'll show. I'm going to show the honorable mentions first because Rizzo did make honorable mentions, oh, as did a couple more right-handed. Yeah, there bats. you go. Yeah. Can I give my this, guess for seven now that they can't get it? Sure. Is it only because that's the correct answer? Good answer. Good answer. Wow. Good answer. It is legitimately unbelievable to me that the respondents to How this poll judge get seven put votes? Aaron Judge oh. on, did not put Rafael Devers on, but managed to get O'Neill Cruz in there. Yeah. Hey, he's, I mean, in terms of raw power, I mean, Cruz is up there. Yeah, Cruz. Without a doubt, O'Neill Cruz could do it. Clutch work, but, Jimmy, uh, with that Aaron Judge is... pool. Because I it crossed my mind, but I was like, nah, it's gotta be a lefty. Well, and that and that was the thing is like it wasn't like left-handed batters who could hit the warehouse. Yeah. It was just batters you think you could hit the warehouse. And I was like, I guarantee there is enough people out there. Cause like my first thought, my immediate first thought was Aaron Judge, and then I went, Oh no, he's a righty. But I was like, did enough people think that through enough? Because this is the Brett one of the Phillips people trade all over again. This is tough. Why do people know the Brett Phillips trade more than the Miguel Castro trade? Couldn't oh. tell you. <laughs> or the Sean Armstrong trade. Sean Armstrong trade. Ugh. We got exactly 250. Or... You got exactly 250 with your, oh, your yeah. steal of Aaron Judge there. I I my mind is blown. I did not expect either Protest. of you to have Aaron Judge cross your minds in the slightest bit. But that's the way the game goes. Winners Exciting win. moments abound. Jimmy and Connor, congratulations. You have advanced to the next round of the elimination bracket. 
Paul and Brennan, unfortunately, your time on the show is over. But I have to say it has been a delight. It's been an absolute blast. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for putting all this together. This, this is been, wonderful. Yeah. Except for all the results, which are under protest. Yes. And maybe <laughs> charges will be filed with the league. Yep. And, uh, you know. You will be hearing from our attorneys. Yeah. So. And make sure to watch the Mass and Hot Stove show on Friday nights. Ooh, that's all I got to say. Good plug. We didn't even do it. But good <laughs> plug. You know, that's that's one thing. Throughout this tournament, I was like, this will be good exposure, not only for, for my show, but for the shows that are, are joining it. And every episode, I haven't even been like, plug your podcast, which is incredibly <laughs> rude of me. And I'm just now realizing that. I forgot that but, I hosted uh, a podcast. I was so focused on winning. <laughs> forgot why I was here. Well, I want to I let everyone know, and then I'm going to spread this out to all the other podcasts. Uh, first week in March, I'm going to be down in Sarasota for spring training. So if anyone happens to be down there at the same time, I'm going to be down there for like a week. So anyone's down there at the same time, want to meet up, talk shop, or just hang out in Florida, hit me up. Like I'm, nice. I'm down to hang with anyone. I still got to make my first trip to Sarasota. It'll happen one day. Absolutely worth it. I don't think I'll be going this year saving up for a wedding but uh yeah it's it's a it's a must at, at some point if, if you're an Orioles fan uh Paul and Brennan Connor you both I saw today posted something about mailbag Wednesdays w- would either of you any of you like to plug uh what's going on with your shows yeah I mean you know d- depending on who you like to send your mail to um you can you can check out the <laughs> Locked on Orioles podcast uh we had a new episode today answering some questions actually kind of did a kind of in-depth look at how the Astros traded away their first batch of top prospects in 2014 and why, yeah, they haven't spent a lot of money, but they traded away 11 of their top 30 prospects in a top five system in 2014. And it was also 10 of the 18 top prospects they traded away. So the Orioles might want to get to moving um, to try and, and uh, equal that. And also I talked about Ryan O'Hearn for 30 minutes on Tuesday. So if you're into that, that's that's hard to do. So I, I commend. Well, it was for, it was O'Hearn for twenty minutes, Chris Valamont for ten. But still, you know, if you're into that, there you go. I, I have to say, I, I tweeted this yesterday, but I, the Orioles are stockpiling guys named Ryan, and I'm yes. I'm all for yeah, it personally. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, we 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 talked about Ryan O'Hearn for about three and a half minutes, which was more than it was probably two and a half minutes too many. I would say. Yeah, but we talked a lot about uh, waffles. Yeah, uh, talked some Eric Hosmer. Talked some rotation. And we've got a fun episode coming next week. Got the all-future Orioles yeah. draft, where we're going to be drafting uh, all the future. It's similar to what you guys did, actually, Ryan, a few months ago, you and Paul, uh, where you went back and forth drafting uh, the guys that Michael Elias had drafted. This is very similar player pool. So we're going to be drafting the best team in 2025. I, I love that idea. I'll be certainly looking forward to it. And uh, Jimmy, you have anything you wanted to plug to? I might as well give you the chance as well. Yeah, uh, UPod Street is on hiatus until the season comes back. Uh, actually, when I return from Sarasota, that's going to be the first episode. Um, I am, it, it more than likely, I am getting a co-host between now and then. I'm not going to announce anything until uh, we officially set something up, but uh, I have someone who is interested in co-hosting. So that's going to be our big thing this coming year is I'm going to take some of the workload of this podcast off of me. Uh, and have someone to work with so that's that's the exciting developments of upod street but again look for us uh in march awesome yeah I, getting a co-host is in my opinion a great idea connor i think you are the uh i don't know what the word i'm looking for is but like sticko. the word sticko 
sicko. Sure. No, you, 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 uh, when, I, I think I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of, but you're really good at doing your podcast solo. Thank and, uh, I don't, I don't think I was good at that. And, uh, I, I brought Paul along and I think it's one of the best decisions I made for the show. Uh, Jimmy, if you think that's, that's going to work out, then I, I wish you the best. And, uh, I definitely think that being able to take off some of the burden is, is a good call because I don't know about you, but I feel like when I'm talking to myself by myself, I suck at it. Well, my my big thing is when I when I do my podcast, um, it's on my days off, and I wake up at like seven a.m. and then I just like I'm researching and I'm writing out a whole outline. I have a, I have a it's usually eight to ten page document that I have that I edit every week of just what do I want to talk about, um, and then sometimes it's not enough. I'm sitting there, I'm like recording, I'm looking at the time, I'm going like. Uh, I need to I need to stretch this out more stretch this out more you know that sort of thing and um, the feedback I've heard from people that do co-host podcasts is yeah you don't have to write that much you just come up with general topics and then you just bounce off each other which is a lot easier and so that's what I think I'm going to try the, the person my thing is too with my podcast I'm much more of like fan experience fan views like I, I don't get into statistics very much I'm not a stats guy but the person that I'm thinking about bringing on, they are very much a stats guy. So I think that that'll balance things out, which will be nice. Nice. Well, well, good luck with that. I wish you the best. Uh, and uh, congratulations to you and Connor. You two are advancing to face, I think I said, the loser of tomorrow night's matchup, which will be right here at 7 o'clock between the Warehouse Podcast and Talking Birdie. Paul and Brennan, like I said, it's been a delight, but unfortunately your time is up. Your logo will become grayscaled on the PowerPoint, unfortunately. But thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it very much. And uh, I have an outro video now, so I'm going to play that in a second. But first, I want to thank Derek and Tony at Utah Street Report, as always, for hosting the podcast. And we will see you next time on Orioles Podcast Feud, hosted by Give That Fan a Podcast.